faster. We're going down on South Park. Come on, let's make some time. We're going down on South Park. We'll leave you feeling fine. Strap on those headphones. We'll worm into your brain. Once our lips reveal those tips, you'll never be the same. We're going down on South Park. You'll moan until you whine. We're going down on South Park. This is our final rhyme. That was our final rhyme. Howdy, host South Park Tears. I'm Sean O'Brien. I'm going down on South Park. I'm Sean Fall. I'm going down on South Park as well. I'm Joey Bonnier, and I'm also going down on South Park. Welcome to Going Down on South Park. Remember, if you get a chance to follow us at Politinkering on Twitter, uh, you can also follow Joey at uh, at Joseph Bonnier. No, it's at, at Joe Bonnier, whatever. J O B O N I E R. And at Text Before Calling. Yeah, but most importantly, Politinkering, because that's where we can talk about all the stuff. Because um, ultimately, this is a philosophy show at heart, but we are also South Park Park's Show. South Park's dick. Um, anyway. Uh, this episode is episode number 210, entitled Chicken Pox, first premiered August 26th, 1998. Yeah. In the ghetto. The ghetto. Let's just start it off. Favorite moments, guys? What is your favorite moment, Sean Favre, this episode? Joey Boney. I definitely love that. That's true. It is my favorite part as well, by far. That wasn't my favorite, though. I got to say, I love the montage with I'm a Believer. Okay. We'll get into that. Is it just because of the music or... It was everything. I, I thought it was a funny moment hiring the whore to, uh, you know, put her herpes okay. all over the, the toothbrushes. But You're I, such I, a whore for music. Yeah. I, I, I clearly. <laughs> uh, Shawnee? Oh, no, I just think there is a lot of great moments in this episode. I think this is, again, disproving the uh, the season two is bad theorem. Okay, we'll get to that, I guess. What are some of your favorite moments, then, if you have so fucking many of them? Oh, Check your little Jesus. list there. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so uh, one of the first things I liked was uh, Kenny's house is across the train tracks. Um, and the other side of the tracks. The other side of the tracks, yeah. And you the guys remember the street? Uh, it's the same street everyone lives on. I know. It is not the same street everyone lives on. It's literally one street. It's they, like they Kenny straight. lives on a different street. Walk straight. It's it was de just los a Mexicanos. Yeah, Via de los Mexicanos. Yeah. Very good, Joey. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, just the uh, the whole interaction with Cartman and his disappointment with food choices in the uh, the what's Kenny's last name McCormick McCormick, McCormick household yeah okay yeah. okay um, I guess we can go into some of the background there Uh-oh. there isn't much in the go ahead well no there isn't much in the way of Wikipedia but I mean it, it's one of, it's indicative of the way that uh, that Trey and Matt come up with stories in the first place I mean everybody has that poor friend um, friends you know the, they're always at that you know you go over your friend's house for dinner they always have the parents that fight um, then there's the poor the the this very idea of chicken pox in and of itself um, as you're a kid uh, which I guess is as the title of the episode so uh, chicken pox also known as varicella it's an infectious disease uh, <laughs> under the bo one uh, or it's it's um, its code is BO1 under the ICD-10. Uh, symptoms begin around 10 to 20 days after the exposure to the virus. Uh, you're looking for some fever, fatigue, headaches, but most characteristically small little itchy blisters on the chest, back, face, and then eventually your entire body. Um, just get some calamine. Please check lo- WebMD. We are not doctors. Oh, I've I I've you've checked WebMD. Yeah, I'm, I've checked. That's what, no, that's what it I, is. I'm just you know. There's always that uh, medical disclaimer. You can't uh, can't be giving out medical advice on the air. I gave no advice whatsoever. God. I could I have just, been a doctor. Let's count this. We all could have been a doctor. Okay, okay. We're kind of. I was we pre-med. Okay. So was I actually. That's really funny. Technically, <laughs> everyone's pre-med. <laughs> <laughs> Pre-pre-med. Um. Anyway, so anything on chicken? Do you guys have chicken pox when you were kitty kids? Yes. You did. Yeah. Do you remember it well? Uh, not. I, mean, I just remember like kind of being staying home for a couple of days. I think. Yeah, I mean, I remember the bath. 
I think I was 10, something like that. 10, I guess 11. around there. I don't really, I don't really know. I feel like younger actually. I don't like yeah. five or six, seven, eight, nine, seven, eight. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a seven year span. I have no idea. I don't know. So I was 15. Wow. You uh, almost died. Yeah. My, uh, my brother and sister, which were much younger than me, uh, came home with it and I ended up getting it, uh, it was during summer school, which meant that they sent the summer school teacher home to me. And so I had sex ed at my dining room table. Wow. Yep. In, with chicken pox. Yep. Strange. Yeah. I'm just going to let us all sit on that for a little bit. Yep. So, if we can. Wow, that might have been the most awkward thing ever. Yeah, that was rough. <laughs> that was You're pretty welcome. rough. I'm going to get off my knees now. <laughs> um, before you get the hurt. Exactly. Um, and yeah, you know what? Actually, let's go into that first before we get into the <laughs> philosophy. I have a bunch of philosophy questions for us, which mm-hmm. are nice and fun for this episode. But uh, yeah. let me get off my knees for a second. I actually disagree with you. I think that this episode was not a bad episode, but it was clunky AF. Mm. Fucking clunky, man. Whose story was this? Yeah. Oh, uh, everyone. No yeah, one. I don't know. Nothing. Clunky. What the fuck? Yeah. I mean, it it's, you know, it, okay, so this is it like Gerald and Kenny's dad? Yeah, yeah. Right Cartman from, alleviates uh, the thing. Shayla, Sheila trying to get Kenny, Kyle. Kyle learning about economics. I think Stan is dying. Okay, the, the revenge plot. Like, and that just even the, the whole tie in at the end. Like, I mean, that weird montage where they go to get the revenge on their parents for giving them herpes. Definitely would have been the tie-in if the episode at its core was about this philosophical question, which is you know the morality behind getting somebody sick. Like that kind of is the core of the episode, but hmm. we didn't explore. We didn't do anything with that. It just was a bunch they of other random lo- fucking writers. Well, we're going to talk pot. about it in a second. Weird. But I thought there was a lot of really interesting philosophical tangents. Like this was one of the more philosophical episodes. I thought. I agree. Yeah. Well, what are some of the ones you had? Well, the big one I thought was when Kyle's report on how to make America better. Gods and clods. We'll talk about that. I thought that was huge because, well, can we get into it now? Sure. Okay. Because Break it down for us, though. Well, just that Gerald was basically explaining the world to Kyle, mm-hmm. you know, father to son, how the world works, and that basically there are these gods who are the rich people who have these very, you know, prestigious jobs, and there are the clods who, uh, you know, pump their gas. Sure. And um, and Kyle was like, oh, okay, that makes a lot of sense, blah, 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 blah. And then we find out later that Gerald reads his report on how uh, to make America great again. (laughs) (laughs) Create camps for the poor people. And and the title, remember the title of it? No. The Final Solution. (laughs) Why is this relevant culturally? And and I guess more specifically, what's the philosophical point? It's kind of like Paul Ryan's plan for healthcare. It is exactly Paul Ryan's (laughs) fucking wet dream is what it is. It's Ayn Rand conservatism. Uh, Ayn Rand. Sorry. I'm from Philadelphia. (laughs) So we say it's not an excuse. Uh, I thought this was really interesting because I think that Kyle got red pilled. As the Matrix? Okay. This is also a common term. I don't know if you guys know this. Which we pills the pill? The, so the red pill means that you're going, well, in, in modern parlance on the Pepe blogs. You know what I mean? Parlance. Par- of our time? Damn. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> Just like the pregnant boss. <laughs> uh, Fine, let it go. Um... I think that Kyle basically got tripped to go to the alt right. He got he got uh, he got a taste of little conservatism and was thinking, oh, let's take this a step farther and put all the poor people in camps for their own benefit. Right? Well, who is John Galt anyway? John Galt. It's a it's an Ayn Rand reference. Yeah, I didn't Jeez. read any of them. I never read Atlas Shrugged or the Fountainhead. Okay, <laughs> have you? No, no. I'm I'll, I'll Sean, get into that in literally literary at some point. I'm sure. Not tonight. I don't. You've have read. To. 
Atlas Shrugged, right? No, I haven't. Oh, wow. Okay. It's a million. It's a million pages long. Yeah. I've never read and it either. I just so it's fucking pretty long douchey. bullshit. It's so douchey. Yeah. On the douchometer, it would yeah. fucking How many be proofs? off the charts for you. It would be fucking. So, proofs. No. This isn't Survivor. Uh, check back oh, to literally Greg literary. Yeah. I thought point. you said Jeff Probst. That was nope. confusing. <laughs> anyway, um, so okay, Cla- what's wrong with that philosophy? Clods and trods, or clods and gods and trods. Gods and clods. It just oversimplifies on both ends. Sure, I think so too. Yeah, it is definitely a you know overly whatever in Ayn Rand bullshit. Um, well, then let's get into the fun one. Then let's get into the fun. Well, were there any other ones that you had? I have the huge one. So before we get into that. I loved. Uh, I'll, South Park are we doing, are we doing more philosophical stuff here? Because uh, if you okay. have them, yeah, sure. Yeah, I guess that was my big one. Oh, I also just, I don't know, the idea of making fun of poor people. Cartman was kind of ripping on Kyle and I'm sorry, oh, Ken, Kenny. He was like, I should throw a rock at you, and you know the whole idea of just the you know. Oh, by the way, so Kenny's dialogue in the scene, uh, in that moment before the you know the rock thing when they're talking about the rats, uh, what Kenny says is um. Uh, well, there's going to be a bunch of rats until they put the fe- until they put the freaking ceiling in, just so that you guys know. Anyway, um, I also love. Yeah, so yeah, okay. Well, I didn't we- love this, but I thought it was interesting. They, they had that uh, Kenny's dad called out like that. Kyle's dad was Jewish, and obviously, I'm going to say the stupid. <laughs> of course, Joey's going to say the anti-Semitism part, but <laughs> well, we but, can't. Yeah, I guess I have to. <laughs> the point is, I thought it was really interesting because at first he was kind of like jealous of Kyle's dad's success, and then he's like, "Oh yeah, because he got he got got to go to go uh, to you know law school or whatever." And he's like, "Oh, of course, because he's Jewish," <laughs> and like they all kind of ignored it. I thought that was really funny, and then he kind of they revisited that when they were at fishing, and it was just a nice kind of way to understand how some anti-Semitism does get started. First, it might just be simple jealousy and then, you know, making a scapegoat and that kind of thing. Okay. I don't know. That was a nice little uh, throw throw to anti-Semitism. Well, let's just... (laughs) (laughs) Well done. Um, All right. Well, then let's just move on to the philosophy at hand. Um, So... It's key. Is it morally morally acceptable to try to get somebody else sick um, so that they won't eventually get sick? At a later time, were their parents acting more? Are vaccines moral? <laughs> sure, in a, in a sense. I mean, well, break that down for me. What does well, that mean? Well, I mean, a vaccine is essentially just a uh, exposure to that ailment, ailment exactly, or whatever, yeah. and yeah, so your body is forced to create antibodies. Yeah, no, no, it's not always a live vaccine or live yeah. uh, specimen, but it used to be. I mean, that's how vaccines actually started. They would, you know, take a little bit of it and kind of dilute it and smear it on you, and right, you, you get a little would, bit sick so that you know, yeah, so that eventually you won't get crazy sick. Exactly. So were the parents morally justified in what they were doing? Sean Fah, do you do you wish that your parents had gotten had like you know sent had someone to me the to, pox to, before yeah to like cough into your throat um, before you were fifteen yeah so this is actually kind of an interesting concept because there is now a chicken pox vaccine so mm-hmm. when we were kids or I assume when you guys were kids or Joey maybe on the cusp there I didn't have it okay you didn't have the vaccine no okay so the yeah the the vaccine is fairly commonplace these days but you know we. we that would have been a, a much bigger moral quandary at the time. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't know where I, I I I well yeah I think I'm in favor of exposure um, just in general though. Okay. So you know I, I am in favor of the body building immunities as uh, as a lifelong allergy sufferer. Sure. I went through a long period of time of getting allergy shots, which was a building of my immunity. Mm-hmm. Uh, my allergies are now are nowhere near as bad as they were when I was a child. 
uh, apparently really my nice eyes used to bleed. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Whoa. Amazingly, this is very fitting. So Kelly is homesick and mm. has been homesick all week. Mm. Um, so like Sunday through Tuesday, I guess she was home. And I just stayed literally in her room. I'm like, fuck it. If I like, if I get sick, I'd rather get sick like now, fast mm. and furious. And I, you know, I feel okay, but it's Thursday. So I yeah. don't know. Maybe I'll be getting sick in a couple of days. Mm. Or I am currently in the incubation period and I just <laughs> fucked you guys hard. You're going to get sick AF. Uh, no, oh. I think I had it, but I've just been overriding it with day Sick, well, whatever's quo. happening right now, yeah. whatever's going around. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, th- I, I was not feeling great for, you know, a few days ago and then I just started dousing in the quills oh right on okay yeah Yeah. i haven't done i haven't done anything yet so Ah. we'll see we'll see but yeah she's better as of today i guess thanks for asking assholes nope anything else cool it's key we're going down on south park you'll moan until you whine we're going down on south park this is our fun did you have something to say it was just quick yeah we close it out too early we keep going do you have a question for me, uh, uh, I mean, I guess I didn't, I didn't land on the moral, the I didn't weigh in on the moral philosophy of it yet. Uh, certainly, uh, is it, um, first, I mean, vaccines is a whole big thing in and of itself. But the <laughs> idea of, uh, yeah, that exposure to a slightly innocuous uh, um, ailment when it is long-term beneficial. Yeah, I mean, it's I, so. I would say, I, there's. The trouble becomes when a child dies over something like that or when, you know, because you aren't a doctor as a parent, necessarily speaking, um, do you have the sort of moral authority to expose your kid to something like that? And, and, uh, you know, it should be their choice at the very least to get to, you know, to go through this. To not have a say in it, I think, is kind of wrong. And at what point... At what point do you allow your kid a say? I mean, when, you know, what is it? Does it have to be the age of consent before they're 18? I mean, that doesn't seem, that, that kind of breaks the whole idea. Then what? What? what is your moral obligation as a parent to make sure that your child eventually is healthy? Is it more now or for the future? I mean, where do you fall with that? It's hard to say. I don't know. But Man. That, that same thing can be applied to vaccines then. A, a certain number of children are going to die from vaccines in a year. That is certainly a given. Mm-hmm. It's a very small percentage, but there is going to be a percentage of systems that react violently against those vaccines. And it does happen. That is undeniable. That is one of the reasons that vaccine companies are not able to be prosecuted. They are basically immune from all sorts of... Get Jesus Christ. <laughs> At least you're not going to get autism from vaccines. Um, that's right, unproven. Yeah, it's proven. Whatever. Joey, it's proven. Uh, I think the percentage of people getting sick from vaccines is like 0.0001, so I'm not really worried about that shit considering they're Right, but what's the percentage of, of people dying from getting the chicken box to, at an early age? Uh-huh. I mean, you know, as compared— I don't compared... know numbers, but I'm not going to make that point. But I do wish we did live on Endor. It's true. Hmm. I don't understand what you're talking about. That's all. They had barbecues. Chewbacca lives on Endor. No, he lives the on Kashyyyk. The Wookiees live on Endor. God. Very no, good. Come on. Very. But hang on, slow down. Why did I Nerd say that? Alert. <laughs> I was like hitting your hand. Jesus. Jury here. Uh, don't use that nerdler button. Well, wow. that was appropriate. I named where the Wookiees lived. Everybody fucking knows where Wookiees are from. Come I don't know where now. Wookiees are from. Yeah, I don't think you know that. Knows. Well, why did I say Chewbacca is a Wookiee? Because the only Endor. fuckers that know where oh. Wookiees live watch yeah, why the did Christmas you say special. That? What's that from? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know what that is. This is Chewbacca. Chewbacca is a Wookiee who lives on Planet Endor. Now think about that for a second. That does not make sense. Why would a Wookiee, eight-foot-tall Wookiee, live on Endor with a bunch of two-footy ones? Uh, I also want to say one more thing. I thought I don't know if this was appropriate. Maybe I was reading too much into this. But maybe the allegory of the idea of being exposed early to horrible ideas 
is now you have the ability to correct them oh. before there's any actual damage occurring, right? If you first learn about the alt-right when you're 30, when you're 30 or 40 or 50, you know, you got some power. You can do some shit. If you mm -hmm. learn about it when you're 8, you're 9, you're 10, well, what's the, you're not really going to do anything. You might have a little march in your hole. You have a little bit of exposure. And well, then more importantly, we can correct like later, that behavior yeah. early on. Oh, that's interesting, Mr. Boner. I like it. I like it. Sean Fah, do you have anything else to say? Did we sufficiently talk enough? <laughs> Expose your children to Nazism early on. That's the moral of the story. Get off your knees first. Going down on South Park, you'll moan until you whine. We're going down on South Park. This is our final rhyme. That was our final rhyme. Remember to follow us at Politinkering, and please subscribe. And if you get a chance, rate us on iTunes and uh, tell your friends. Thanks. Fawcast.com. That's forecast.com. When you're unemployed, weekends are meaningless.